Hello, this is Alex Moe for the IBC Amina podcast. Um, we have a special guest this week. Uh, welcome, Andres Vicek. You are the co-founder and CEO of Maven 7. Firstly, tell us a little bit about yourself and also what Maven 7 does. Um, hi, Alex. Uh, thank you for the invitation. Um, yes, as you said, I, I'm, I'm a co-founder of Maven 7. We basically develop software solutions to help companies um, map informal connections, identify influencers in the organizations who can help them to drive their change initiatives and um, also help them to, to build collaboration across the organization. Basically, um, we are coming from an academic background, uh, started the company back in 2009. We have two research groups, one based in, in Boston in the U.S., headed by one of the top researchers in, in network science. He's called Albert Lasto Barabashi. And the other, other research group is headed by my father, Thomas Vichek. And uh, we basically set up the company to, to, to you know, leverage their know-how and expertise uh, in, in network science to, to help companies with their growing um, challenges in, in uh, um, improving co communication and, and collaboration in the organization. Well, there's one particular product I want to talk about, which is OrgMapper, uh, which helps when it comes to mapping internal and informal connections. Tell me a little about this and how it works, the theory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what, what, uh, you know, what we've seen uh, over the years is uh, you know, all, all organizations um, have huge challenges with, with communications, cutting through the noise, you know, how can they have a stronger impact uh, when they're doing any kind of change uh, programs, um, top-down seems to fail, so, so all these you know, typical challenges, and uh, uh, it seems that uh, if you can identify uh, influential people uh, from informal networks, um, you can cut through all of these uh, problematic uh, issues like, like the failure of, of cascading information and, and uh, the, the problems with uh, formal communications, not uh, reaching enough people and uh, misunderstandings, et cetera. So what we built is basically a solution where we invite people uh, from the organization to, to nominate uh, or tag uh, their, their, their peers or, or their, their colleagues um, to, to show us and reveal their most important connections. You know, people who, who are uh, good at communicating, who, who mobilize others, who, who can build trust, um, who, who, has, who have good leadership skills. So we're looking for different types of connectivity uh, around the uh, organization through this online uh, tool. Well, people actually tag specific people for certain questions, like who is the person who you turn to for advice before making an important decision, or who is the person who you receive information from um, related to changes, 
Would, would you discuss changes with so more the informal aspect of, of communications? And we gather all this data uh, from 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 um, the people who work at the organization. Do the analytics uh, based on on certain algorithms coming from uh, network science, uh, and we generate uh, a list. Of, of the most influential, top 20% of the most influential people in the organization. It's important to mention that um, before revealing their names uh, to the organization, um, they receive uh, an invitation um, from the system itself that they have been identified as influencers from the, uh, throughout the system, uh, and would they be willing to share their names um, in, in the report? So it's it's a clear you know process to to have have a you know compliant uh, processes around data handling and, and privacy, um, and then the other part of, of of network mapping is when we look for insights related to uh, how the formal and informal communication uh, flows are taking place. Uh, how information flows from top management uh, to uh, the, the hierarchy uh, while it reaches employees. Where does it get distorted? Which part of the organization uh, doesn't, is, is not reached uh, with, uh, with quality information? And where are people more active in, in, in uh, you know, informal discussions around uh, changes, so sort of gossiping uh, about changes. And, and obviously, there's a, an interesting uh, combination of how we can match the formal and informal communications and, and uh, segment each uh, organizational unit based on the quality of their the formal communication uh, that they receive and how active they are in their uh, informal uh, communication networks. I, I just wanted to, I wanted to ask about the issue of informal and formal networks. So you've obviously got this tool which, which helps people, or it helps organizations and people map out who is influential. And, you know, we always, we always sort of look at the issue of hierarchy. We always, and there's this, perception that hierarchy means equals influence. Um, what have you found with organizations using the tool? Has it surprised, have the results surprised people? Um, absolutely. Uh, yeah, there, there's, a, there's sort of a, um, actually there's a fear when we're doing this type of, uh, of network mapping that uh, we're sort of assessing the, 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 the leadership, whether they're influencers or not. And uh, what we, we always say is that we, we, we're not saying that informal influence is more important than, than the formal power structures. I think it's always the matter of can you align the two. And, uh, and companies tend to only focus on the, the, the formal structures, which is, is evidently uh, the important, uh, most important skeleton or the underlying structures of, of the organizations. But if they don't uh, understand how the informal uh, connections are impacting the, the efficiencies and the communications, then they're missing a very, very important uh, point. And in a lot of cases, it turns out that people from the employee level are one of the most important, uh, can be the most important influencers in the organizations. For instance, I just posted a, uh, one of our case studies on, on LinkedIn just a few minutes ago, 
and it was about a manufacturing company where we, we have been working over the years and uh, they had three different factory sites and uh, and they had all sorts of problems with internal communication and, and gossips and, and change. people didn't understand the reason, reasons behind major organizational decisions. And then we looked at the informal networks and we what we saw is that the, the person who most people uh, said that they receive information from about the changes was somebody at the employee level in a very interesting uh, uh, job role. So basically the person was the environmental health and safety manager. So not, not even manager, he was just an expert, but uh, it turned out because he was uh, traveling a lot and, and doing a lot of trainings, meeting a lot of people throughout the organization, even though he was, he was at the lowest hierarchy level, a lot of people was asking, were asking this person about what is going on in the organization, what is going to happen. So this person had a very strong influence about, on, on what people were, were seeing was coming in, uh, in terms of changes, in terms of new, you know, strategies or, or, or processes or new technologies uh, coming in. So that was a, that was a huge surprise uh, for the company, but this, this is very typical. So um, in most of the cases, we would say that uh, the majority of the influencers are not in, in um, you know, even middle management uh, or senior management roles. And that's not, it's not a problem. It's something that, you know, they should leverage or they, they should just use in a, as a valuable information. How are you finding communicators using the tool? Is the tool not only helping them to communicate better, but is it also changing the channels through which they do communicate? Yeah, so, so in most cases, uh, you know, why they turn to us is uh, typically they, they already had some kind of um, unsuccessful um, project where, where you know, top-down approach didn't work and they just want you know, people to, to um, better understand why things are happening. They want to keep it uh, faster, people to have you know, higher engagement at the end of the day and better understanding. So these are the, the top two things that you know, they're looking for. And, uh, and, and yeah, um, what, what, what we, we've seen is that um, they, they, what, what they uh, are happy with is that um, they, what they can do is build community from the influencers and have more direct uh, communication and programs together with the influencers, um, uh, which helps them to, to build uh, trust with the influencers and to have uh, an impact on, on, on uh, their network, the, the network of the influencers. So it's basically using the network uh, effect. In some cases, um, people uh, are expecting similar effects from social network uh, applications like Yammer or, or, or yeah, Slack and all these different uh, approaches. But what they don't see is that there are more important connections uh, for everyone and uh, just bringing in uh, new tools and new connections will actually just increase the noise in the network. So cutting down the noise and, and, and directly focusing on these most, most influential connections, building a community, 
from them and, and involving them. I think that's one of the things that uh, is, is, is the most important part is that they are not uh, just communicators. You have to uh, be very smart in how you are involving them in your, your programs so that they are engaged uh, and, and they, they can be used uh, not only to communicate, but also to, to innovate and come up with new ideas that you can use either for communication purposes or, or any other um, strategic um, initiative. So let me ask you this. You've obviously done a lot of work with internal communicators and you have a lot of data points in terms of influence inside organizations. What are the key indicators of somebody who is influential internally? Yes, so so the, so what what we've seen is that um, the the people who are most influential are the ones who who obviously uh, have the highest uh, skills related to communication, mobilizing uh, others. Uh, they can build trust. Uh, they are the ones who have informal uh, leadership uh, skills, uh, and they are typically coming from actually the employee level or the team team uh, leader level. So, so most most of the influencers are not uh, on the highest level of the uh, hierarchies. Well, it's fascinating talking to you, um, Andres, and. Uh, what you have in terms of AugMapper sounds like uh, um, a very useful piece of software when it comes to helping to better understand how influence works internally. Um, I want to say uh, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And uh, please do uh, remain tuned in to the uh, IBC Monday podcast. And uh, I look forward to engaging with you all next week. Thank you, Andres. Thank you.